Hey, good evening, good evening. It's time for WWW Where and What's Happening in Our World and What Do We Think About It. I'm Ken H. coming to you from Houston, Texas. Of course, it is March the 7th. We are glad you're with us. Thanks so much. If you're new to the program again, we're going to discuss things happening in our world, in the world, and then what do we think about those activities and things and ideas. So I'm glad you're here. Again, thanks so much for showing up. Thanks for coming. It is a very simple 25 minutes of your life we're going to share together. And again, as always, thanks for spending it with me, and I'm grateful to you. Let's get started as we get going here in the United States. Big drama, of course, in Washington. What a surprise. It's just another day, folks. Don't panic. But Trump has initiated a tariff on aluminum and steel products coming in from other countries into America, hoping to, his initial desire, as he always seems to be, America first, or America and its fairness in the trade of American goods and services around the world, seeming to be a simple problem. What happens, of course, is that we send goods to other countries. They send similar or the same goods to our country. It comes into our country unmarked, or unmarked up, certainly not increased in value with any tariff, and yet our same goods going to their country reciprocally would be marked up or tariffed, and so it gives a trade deficit in some countries, let's say like China, $500 billion trade deficit. Mexico and Canada equally have a trade deficit in those two countries' favor. Why you're hearing naphtha being talked about as such a big moment and renegotiating naphtha, North American Free Trade Agreement, for those new to the naphtha program. But anyway, naphtha. And so what are they going to do about it? So it's causing a bunch of trouble. Again, some are for it, some are against it. If you're in a steel state that produces steel, you're probably for the fair trade concept. But there are some that are saying it'll cost us some jobs. So he has not officially designed or defined particular countries or whatnot, but he is still threatening this tariff, and it's causing quite a stir and nervousness to a trade world, trade war kind of concept. But we're watching it close, and we'll always keep you posted, but it is an interesting situation that we follow very closely here at WWW, as it is big news in our world. Let's go over, of course, as we do the entertainment section. So what's happening in the entertainment section of our lives? Well, CBS has fallen prey to no longer being the number one network. There's only three networks, and so many people have so many other ways to view their entertainment via the cable and Internet and On Demand and Netflix and those kind of programs. And so it's uh, it's... They're, they're in a big struggle because they're kind of the dying three, ABC, NBC, CBS. And so NBC has recaptured that number one spot due to the Super Bowl, which was pretty popular, even though uh, football had its troubles throughout the season. That still is the biggest game on their program. And they had, even though the Olympic ratings were down, people did watch the Olympics, and the curling was the big event there for the curling. So NBC has recaptured the number one spot for primetime viewership in their uh, attributed demographs. And that's the first time since Friends, if you go all the way back to 2002, when Friends was a dominant program on the NBC must-see TV Thursday lineup, and that kept NBC in the number one spot for quite some time, and then that fell off and ended. 
And CBS took over with so many popular shows, Big Bang Theory, uh, the dramas, uh, Blue Bloods, and some other dramas which are very popular. And so, but CBS has to kind of battle back. We'll see what happens. We'll come back to them. Sorry about that, guys. Hey, moving over into sports, let's see, of course, Tiger Woods is having, of course, a comeback. We're glad to hear him getting back his so much trouble. He was such a dominant figure in sports and certainly in the golfing world, and many will attribute golf's reclaimed popularity on that young man bringing excitement, bringing fun, bringing things back to the golfing world, and Tiger Woods uh, has been that guy. So we're excited for Tiger Woods. He's going to go to uh, play. He's got his match, of course, happening on this weekend. He starts Thursday, so tomorrow he'll start on his big, uh, the Valsper Championship, and that's in Palm, uh, Palm Spring, let's see, Palm Malibu, something in Florida. Well, just watch it. You can look. You've, if you're a Tiger Woods fan, you know where he's playing, right? Ha! So don't be mad at me. But anyway, so that's for Tim and tomorrow. And so we're glad, again, he's got himself back to being up and running. We'll talk a bit more about him later. That's what we're going to do. Let's take a quick break, of course. Hey, let me just tell you. Again, I talk about it enough, and we're so glad that they're sponsors of our program, I must admit. But let's just look at some of the titles of this month's Travel and Leisure Magazine. I mean, seriously. Reasons to Travel Now article. Hideaways. Long Weekends. You like a long weekend? The It List for 2018. That's their picks for the most exciting openings or reopenings in the world. From a private island in Fiji to a design star hotel in New York. Upgrades. How to upgrade effectively. Tips and Trends. Welcome to the Jungle, a luxurious lodge, brings more access to the Argentinians and the Iguanas National Park, where those world-famous waterfalls are you've seen in all those Jurassic Park movies. Newest news from Newport. I just That just came to my mailbox, as I told you they always do, and they will come to your mailbox, too, if you'll sign up for the Travel and Leisure magazine. That's 12 issues or one-year subscription for $29.99. You'll save 58%, folks, if you not get on this. www.travelandleisure.com backslash order today. Or if you like to use the telephone and speak to somebody specifically or personally, no problem, they've got a phone. It's 866-737-8037. That's Travel and Leisure Magazine. All right, let's move over as we like to do. Let's move over and see what's happening in the world events that we're living in and the things of the world. Island bones. Island bones that were found years ago are now with 90% accuracy believed to be the bone remnants of Amelia Earhart. That famous woman aviator. And tomorrow, of course, is Woman's Day, International Woman's Day tomorrow. She was 80 years ago. She took off June 17, 1928, to travel around the world. And on July the 2nd, 1937, nobody heard from her again. 
lost forever. The bones were found, brought to a university here in America. They've been studying them forever. And they believe because of the size and the structure and the, and the timing, they are now 90% convinced that these probably are the remains of Amelia Earhart. And she was lost at sea, probably wound up a castaway on an island and lived out some or the rest of her life, never to be heard from again. But that's pretty interesting. We'll see more about that. We'll talk a bit more about that later as we get started. So what do you think about the Pope? Pope Francis is, is pretty popular in the world, still pretty popular even in America, but he's losing some ground. He's been the Pope for five years, and he's done very well, and, and he goes around the world still to a pretty good following, but the conservative Christian, the conservative Catholics are really struggling to find him to be still very blah, whatever. And so they're kind of, he's losing about a little bit of his popularity because of his political and that what seems to be more liberal tones, undertones, feelings, that kind of thing. And so the Catholics that are conservatives are saying, let's leave politics out of it and simply talk religion. Isn't that funny? Uh, quite a contrast we just had, and we talked about Reverend Billy Graham reaching so many millions of people and being a friend to countless presidents, in fact, uh, more presidents than any other religious leader, given a very honorary funeral spot there in the rotunda of the Capitol. Only four non-political persons have ever had such a distinction at their death. And you've never heard one person say that Billy Graham was political. What a testimony. He was able to see his mission, see his calling, stay with it, stay focused, and Republican presidents, Democrat presidents, Democrat inaugurations, Republican inaugurations, he prayed or spoke and was the ear to every president, no matter their political party. That's a sign of staying true to your calling. And I would agree, the Pope has reached out many times on doing different liberal proposals, climate change and things like that, that have nothing to do perhaps with the spirituality of your flock or the leadership that you devise of your flock. And yet he has tried to mix those two. And you'll see in the, in the poll numbers that they are not going well when you mix. And we've talked about this on this program many times. Stay in your lane, so to speak. If you're a basketball player, play basketball. If you're an entertainer, entertain. If you're a politician, politician-ish. Did I do that right? <laughs> if not, stay in your lane. But some people seem to veer off course. Hey, 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 what about Cape Town? Well, let's bring them back in the news. I am so excited to tell you about this. Cape Town has averted their day zero water crisis, at least for now. So at least for now, they are in good shape. They've been cutting their water due to the droughts and the reservoirs not filling up. They had a water crisis and would become the first international country, uh, a, a city, uh, in the world 
to have to ration and, and cut off its water because there just wasn't any. And because of the rationings, the people have taken it extremely seriously, and I broadcasted on this program how much they're entitled to using 13 and a half gallons of water a day per person. FYI, Americans use 88 gallons of water per day. Just the huge contrast you think about. But they have, because of that aversion, and because of that, they have cut their water usage down 60%, or roughly 135 to 137 million gallons per day. What an amazing deal. They're keeping an eye on this day zero, but they've now been able to move it from April to May to June, and now they're feeling that that day zero, if they keep going, they could at least have enough water until August. Congratulations. Very excited. We'll take a quick break. Be right back. Hey, 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 hey. Guess what's coming around the corner? Well, you know what's coming around the corner. Easter is around the corner. And our dear friends at Harry and David have something for you. You know we've talked about the chocolates and the pears and stuff. But ham is a big deal. Did you know You know, people like to eat ham on Easter? Well, if you want to have a sliced ham or even a sliced ham and turkey together combo, Harry and David's a place to go. These gourmet entrees are lightly seasoned, smoked, and baked to perfection. They'll arrive ready to heat and serve. They'll serve six or eight people. That ham and turkey combo is $64.99. There's plenty more I could tell you about, but I'm, I'm going to have to eat, go eat if I keep talking about this. But you can. Look it up and see some of these delicious gifts. These are amazing foods and delivered right to your door. And as it says, ready to warm up and serve. Wow. Thanks again, Harry and David, friends of the show, www.harryanddavid.com. Or again, if you like that telephone, no sweat, call 1-800-547-3033. That's Harry and David. So let's get back into what's happening. Let's go back into this stuff, and I'm really, it's exciting to do. So... Could you survive being stranded on a desert island? You know, Tom Hanks made that movie Castaway, which is pretty popular, and he was this Federal Express guy riding on the plane. The plane went down, and some of the items that he was carrying came aboard. You saw the movie. Uh, He had this soccer ball that he became friends with. And then you saw, of course, in a magnificent display, kind of a heavier Tom Hanks, but by the end of the movie, without so much food, very, very skinny Tom Hanks, and he lost all that weight for the movie. That's fine. Could you survive? Do you have the gumption to survive? Do you have that grit? They say, you know, you need to survive on a desert island. You have those survivor shows that they say, you know, this is, I think, Survivor Ghost Island or something. I don't know. I don't watch it, but it's always fun. And they have to do these little items and try to survive. And could you survive? How would you do? Well, either way, Amelia Earhart has been lost for many, many years, and everybody has always wondered what happened to her. I always kind of thought she had been lost near the Bermuda Triangle. That was that Bermuda Triangle story, I thought, down there in the Bahamas, and she had been lost and never heard from again. But now these stories, as the story resurfaces, she was really over in Papua New Guinea in those 
South Pacific Islands where the plane went down, and they're just not comfortable she was ever to be found again, and certainly never was, alive anyway. But pretty interesting, these bones have been recovered and identified at 90% status. Could you be a survivor? Would you be survivor? How long could you go? You ever thought about it? Are you rationing now? <laughs> you don't have to, fortunately. I understand you don't want to anyway, but you don't have to. That's very exciting and very encouraging. So on this Trump thing and the tariffs, let's make sure we're clear on that. No, it's a sad thing that we're a year into the presidency and nobody seems to have acknowledged how this president likes to work. He throws out these incredible, crazy-sounding maybe ideas and gets immediate feedback from the Twitter followers, from the media, from the world, from the senators and congressmen, from whoever, world leaders. And then he says, okay, after further review, let's go this way or let's go that way. And so once again, everybody's screaming, oh, foul, foul, this guy doesn't care about America. Well, if you're paying attention, that seems to be all he cares about. And if you're really paying attention, he got yesterday for the first time, or maybe it was today even, for the first time, no, it was yesterday, some promotion from the mainstream media who just simply hates him that North Korea, South Korea problems may be coming together because of this president's tactics, talk, tough talk, negotiations behind the scene with Tillerson. But even the mainstream media is kind of starting to figure out whatever we may think about the guy, like him or not, he seems to be getting some things done. And this tariff is exactly the same. So stay tuned. We're going to stay tuned. But I think it's a negotiation tactic that he uses quite often. And he hasn't signed anything, so nothing's official, so there's no reason to truly get all up in arms just yet. He hasn't done anything yet. Don't be mad. Don't be grumpy. Hang in there. It's not... You're not tariffed yet. So let's give a shout-out to our Tiger Woods. What a, what a great comeback story. Once again, kind of liken it to the castaway and Amelia Earhart. Could you survive on a desert island? Could you come back from adversity? Have you had some adversity in your life already? I know many people have adversity, and these days are certainly tough times. We've had the, the fall of the economy, the loss of jobs, and the eight years of difficulty, and people are starting to kind of battle back and get themselves feeling a bit better about life and get themselves feeling a bit better about coming back. And Tiger Woods is no different. He was at the top of his game, the highest grossed, paid through endorsements and money earnings, professional sportsman of all time. I dare say even maybe better than Michael Jordan. If not, Michael and he were right up there neck and neck. But those are your two top tier professional sports athletes that have earned the most money. And yet he had the trouble with his wife and the infidelities and the text messages that became so public and that fall from grace in the public eye in a very messy, very public display. And then, of course, everybody 
sees him try to come back. His back doesn't play strong. He doesn't get any response. And so sure enough, he has back surgery, goes in. Back surgery comes out, goes back into the game, out of the game, back in the game, out of the game. For many, many years, we've seen him come and go, back and forth. Well, that's not so good. But sure enough, he is trying to come back. So let's just do one thing together. Let's applaud the kid for trying to come back. Let's go, Tiger. We wish you the best of luck in your first outing tomorrow at the Florida Valsper Open Championship, I guess. Go get him. Hit him far, hit him straight, hit him long. We wish you well, okay? Good luck. And we round in the corner, folks. We're heading for the house. Let's see if we can't figure this all out and say thanks again for joining us tonight. And again, keep your letters and cards coming. I think that's great that you share your thoughts with me, and I'm really always grateful. There's no surprise you know my last story. It goes back out to my Cape Town friends in South Africa. Love them. Very, very fun. Been there so often. Really, really great that they are having some success at having water in their lives. And again, I'm in a position of the water project that's coming up in my life, and I just can't wait to be in this uh, vein to be able to help people with their water. It's such a vital interest. It's such a vital commodity. It's such a life-saving commodity that we need. But because of their conservation and their willingness to listen, I have to tell you, I'm not, again, preaching by any means, but because of this story... I've kind of watched my water intake. Instead of just turning on the shower as we all do and then waiting for it to get warm and then you go in, there's gallons upon gallons just leaving the shower and going down the drain that never touched my body. Do you brush your teeth with the water running? Maybe just wet your toothbrush as you should and then turn it off. Brush your teeth. Turn it off when you spit. Turn it back on when you spit down the drain. A little water conservation doesn't make you a green planet environmentalist activist. Go make your poster board and get started. It just shows a bit of concern and care for what you have. And when you hear about other people that don't have this water basic life necessity item and are having to use only 13 and a half gallons to survive, it makes it very clear We can all do a bit more, don't you think? I think. And I don't know why not. Why not go ahead and try to live a better life? Don't ruin what you have. Take advantage for what you have. Enjoy what you have. No doubt about what you have. However, it's important to realize that you are in the 1% of the world. I don't care what your job is, status is, rent your house, own your house, live with your parents, Going to school, don't go to school. Working, not working. We in this country are still in the 1% of the planet. At every level of the economy you are finding yourself, you are still better off than 99% of the world. Did you know that? Did you think about that? Maybe you do now. I wish you nothing but great success. I hope you have a fantastic day. Enjoy the rest of your day. We'll certainly catch up with you tomorrow and say thank you so much for the time together. I always, always love 
spending these times with you. And these letters and your notes you're sending me are quite funny. So thank you again. You can find this, as always, on iTunes Podcast, www. My name is Kent Hirsch from Houston, Texas. Midnight says hello. My horse that you all familiar with the program know and have heard about enough. We're going to say thank you. Say always go. Have a great day. Have some good peace. I've enjoyed our spending time with you. Save some water. Turn off the faucet if you get a chance. We'll see you later. I'm going to power down and say thanks again for everything. Gotta go.